Welcome to another edition of Speaking Out America. It's good to have you here. The name is Jim Watkins, and I'm here for you every day on CRNTalk.com, 9 a.m. and again at 5 p.m. Pacific. And uh, I did want to talk about the elections, but I think I'm going to save it till tomorrow because by the time you hear me talking about it, everybody else will have already given their opinion. I'm going to take a different approach. I want to talk about what's happening right now. And what's happening right now is that our country is under the control of a lawless uh, government. When I mean lawless, meaning that you got Menendez, he's being charged with a crime. You got Trump, he's being charged with a crime. You've got Biden, who could be charged with a crime, depending on how the investigation goes. It seems that the people that we, and the institutions that we trust, now we're hearing that Dr. Fauci was smuggled into the CIA to come up with a plan to get people to take vaccines uh, that was released out today. I mean, just all kinds of weirdness going on. Um, And then while all this is happening, everybody's focusing on Taylor Swift. You know, and she's went to a football game on Sunday. She hung out. It was those twins, Celsi, one of them. And I guess they're dating. And it's just strange that the, I mean, that made headline news on ABC. It made headline news everywhere. What is the fascination? You know, I'm proud to admit that I I don't think I can name one song that Taylor Swift has ever done. And it's not that I don't appreciate her talents. I mean, my gosh, she's a renaissance woman. She's gone uh, top 40. I think she's done hip-hop country. She sells out. People saying her the economy is... is, uh, in good shape because of the amount of money that she generates from her tours. Uh, attractive to look at. She's an inspiration. She's a mentor for a lot of kids. It's a, it's a shame that she takes some of the positions that she takes because those positions are dangerous for families. But we'll save that for another day. Uh, and what else? And everybody's talking about that. Everybody's talking about Taylor. Meanwhile, we've got hoodlums running around all of our major cities, looting. And, and I want to talk about that because if, if I was a black American, I would feel a little bit embarrassed by what I see when I turn on the TV at night, when I see all the smash and grabs. And we're going to get to a little bit of it with, with Michael Letts, a former uh, police officer and law enforcement official, special forces he does a lot of good things for law enforcement today. And he sort of arose out of the defund the police movement because, crazily, our our society decided that we no longer like law enforcement. You know, there are obviously cases where law enforcement is not always, you know, there's bad apples in every, in every profession, to be sure. But did you see what was going on in Philadelphia last night? I mean, it, I, I just... I, I couldn't watch it anymore. Then you have this woman named Meatball. Do we have that? I think we probably got rid of it. Oh, wait. I, I think I do. Uh, here is a... Oh, we don't want to do that. Uh, here's a soundbite from last night where the looters really just had control of the streets, and they were mostly young adults or teenagers. And here's what what we... Try to close your eyes and visualize what's going on. There's all these stores along... A major business sector in downtown Philadelphia. It's just after dark. A verdict has come out. Uh, 
that a cop was cleared of any wrongdoing in the death of a black man who was pulled over and had a knife clearly visible, uh, and, uh, and, and he, the cop took action and shot him six times, something like that, and he got exonerated, and this is the result. This is how the people reacted. That's Meatball, Meat Meatball. Uh, she's a social influencer, and she was out there riding with all of them, and she got arrested, and she had somebody videotape her while she was uh, being dragged off. Sounded like the Joker, right, from that Batman series, the Joker? What does it tell you about the state of their minds? It tells you, one, that they feel that they can do whatever they want without any retribution. And there are just so many. When you see the smash and grabs going on in Beverly Hills, we have video camera from all of this. Uh, Los Angeles, Seattle, Portland. Uh, just this week, Target said that they were going to remove nine of their department stores from the New York metropolitan area, the five boroughs, because they can't afford it. They can't afford the smash and grab. And the police... Uh, who are fearful of doing the wrong thing, taking the wrong action. They're just trying to keep the peace. I mean, what was it, two weeks ago? They were doing a giveaway at, at Washington Square or Union Square in downtown Manhattan. And uh, 10,000 students or people just showed up. It went nuts. I, I, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm saying, this is not America. This is not America. At least it's not the America... And in the commonality, which I hate to say this because nobody else either has the courage or they don't want to go there, but it seems like it's a predominantly black young kids. Not a good scene. If I was a black American, I'd be scratching my head going, what's going on here? What's going on with my people? Uh, or there are people that don't want to say anything because maybe they feel guilty. Maybe they feel like this is a, a form of reparations or our history, but how, but how does it look is my question to you. What do you think the rest of America sees when they see this kind of behavior going on in our major cities? Number one, it tells people they don't want to go to the major cities anymore, and I'll just buy my stuff on Amazon, thank you very much. And it also says that there's a segment of our society, <clears throat> mainly inner city, younger black men and women who don't give a flip about anything. They don't care about the people who go to work, who work at these places that are sometimes subjected to violence. They don't care about the people who make the products that are put in these stores that are just trying to make a living so that they can afford to feed their family against a government that thinks that somehow it's a good thing that Prices are inflated 17, 18, 19, 20% from where they were last year. I mean, people are really having a hard time making ends meet. And so when we look at our TV and we see what's going on, so a cop pulls over a guy. The guy's got a weapon. Uh, he's kind of resisting arrest because he won't get out of his car and act like a normal human being. And he gets shot because he's got a weapon. And the cities go nuts as if this guy was just completely innocent. 
And then the media jumps in and portrays it just like that. And the, and the crowd goes wild. And then it's all over social media and you see and it sends a message to other African-American kids in inner cities in Milwaukee and Minneapolis, Phoenix. And pretty soon what you have is what we have, which is uh, youth taking over our inner cities with lawlessness. And no one has, none of our political leaders are standing up. No, 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 no. What you have instead, uh, this, this is absolutely shocking. Where is it? Do I have it here? Oh, I wish I had it. It's Kamala Harris. She's, she's talking about how hip-hop, I'll, I'll, I'll dig it up. But my point is no leaders are, are saying anything about it. No leaders from the black community are saying anything about it that I can see. Denzel Washington should be on TV. Snoop Dogg should be on TV. These people who are real influencers in the black community. Alicia Keys. Uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Don't you realize how bad this makes you look? You know? And what are you going to do? You're going to blame America because these people turned to a life of crime? And it's justified? I mean, ladies and gentlemen, this is a symptom of a much greater problem. It's not the cause of the problem. It's a symptom. And these are the times that we live in now where we're seeing our inner cities decouple from the rest of America. People being dragged out of their cars and beaten. People being chased by hoodlums, there was a, a, I think it was Dallas, guy driving home with his son from a, a, you know, football game or practice, and these three people jump out of a SUV following him home to try to break into his car while he's in the car with his son. And they're trying to get him to roll down the window and break the door, and, and eventually the, the, the father has, him, has his moment, and he's able to drive away out of his own driveway, get chased down. Uh, and I thought, boy, I hope his wife isn't home. What if those three hoodlums decide to go in the house and have their way? Where are the police? Oh, we can't call the police. Nobody likes the police. This is terrible times. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I think we have a, a situation here that calls for the adults to stand up and say enough is enough. Really? I mean, where are you? Where are the leaders? Where's Superman? Do we need to have a light up at the nighttime sky? Okay, we get it. Black Lives Matter. But right now, the people in these inner cities are not doing themselves any favors. Oh, we all got free iPhones. We all got free iPhones. Yeah. But uh, at what cost? Are these people proud of themselves? Are they, are they taking their revenge? It sure, sure looks like it. All right, we'll come back. We'll talk about Donald Trump and the latest charges in a moment. My perspective... Speaking out America, Jim Watkins, stay tuned. We're also following some breaking news tonight, this time in Philadelphia, where looters have hit several stores tonight. It appears to have started at a footlocker, but several other nearby stores were also hit. The police at this point say the looters are juveniles.
We're also following some breaking news tonight, this time in Philadelphia, where looters have hit several stores tonight. It appears to have started at a footlocker, but several other nearby stores were also hit. The police at this point say the looters are juveniles. It's unclear if there have been any arrests so far. There is a big increased police presence, though, right in the area, as police make sure there is no more looting tonight. All right. Welcome back to Speaking Out America. Jim Watkins here with Michael Letts. Michael Letts is the CEO of InvestUSA.org, seasoned law enforcement officer and one-time special forces. He served our country, and we bring him in. Lots of stuff going on. I know we want to get to a particular issue with our attorney general. We've got the looting and things going crazy in Philadelphia, and I want to kind of get into that a little bit. If you missed it last night, what you missed was chaos and mayhem going on in America's uh, city where the birth birthplace of freedom actually uh, took place. So take a listen just a little bit to the mayhem here. Now that's uh, the sound of a bunch of people, one in particular, a social media influencer by the name of Meatball, uh, who apparently is just millions of people strong. And all of this was uh, prompted by the fact that a cop got off from shooting uh, a black man who uh, apparently had a knife on him, and then the judge dropped, uh, dropped the charges, and then, of course, this ensued with, with uh, looting. Dozens of stores in Philadelphia, looks like thousands of teens or hundreds of teens just going nuts. What is going on? Everybody will always ask the same question. What is going on in our society? What's your feedback on all this? Well, Jim, unfortunately, what we're beginning to see is, and what we have been seeing, is the consequences of having an educational system that you remember we removed God. But what I want your listeners to understand, we removed, quote unquote, God from our public school system. They took that, our educators and our administrators, really it's more the administrators than the educators, took that to mean any reference to religion. Now, what do they mean by that? Any values, any, any what's good, what's bad, they all thought was part of a religious teaching. So they tried to teach our children to be immoral. There are no values. So now, what you see today, since they've been taught there are no values, they see absolutely nothing wrong with doing whatever it is that comes to mind. Just give me a reason to go out in the streets and do it. And that means breaking into stores, looting, just taking stuff by the handfuls, walking right out with impunity. And that's what we're seeing. And they're looking for any reason to justify that. And of course, they say that this officer not being charged was justification. The problem is, Jim, when you look at, the, at what they're alluding to, this officer was fully justified in defending his life. Threatened? You say it was only by a knife. I will tell you this, folks. It's just as easy to get killed by a knife as it is to get killed by a gun. And the officer had to react. If you've ever been in a life-and-death situation, seconds matter. And because of that, he had to make the call. He made the right call to preserve his life and that for his family. And this person, who I always tell people across the country when they always ask me, well, how can you make that statement? It would have never occurred had the person not been in the wrong, not been attempting to do nefarious acts to begin with. You do not have officers that just walk down the street and say, I don't have anybody to do. Let me grab this guy and see what's going on. 
every time a situation occurs it's because they have been put out on a call or because other people have said, hey, this person is trying to steal, trying to got a knife, trying to kill, et cetera. They're responding to a plea for help from the general public. And when they get there, they're already, because they are responding to a call, they have to be on their guard. So it's all you have to do is if you're ever in that situation, just do what the officers say and you'll be fine. When you decide, no, I'm going to challenge them, I'm going to pull a knife, pull a gun, et cetera, you shouldn't be surprised when they have been trained to make sure they protect themselves and the community. Understand if you kill the officer, they realize, the officer realizes you can go out and kill other innocent civilians before law enforcement is able to bring you down. So he has a fiduciary responsibility, protect the community, protect himself, he did that. The judge was easily able to see the facts, dismiss the challenge. And because of that, they tried to use this as a racial overtone that somehow they're justified in going crazy and destroying, looting, and stealing businesses blind. And that has got to stop, Jim. Do we know what the priors, this uh, person that was shot by the cops, do? Because we're, the, still, we're still gathering those, but there are quite a few. Yeah, because the thing is, is uh, the media goes with the video, which is the Axon body cam, and those Axon body cams never get the full. They don't get the beginning or the ending, the outcome, what led to the situation. All of that is gone. So the perception is that it's exactly the way that the media portrays it, that this man was sitting there innocently, and uh, a cop comes around and shoots him, you know, maybe the story isn't exactly accurate to the video body cam, but and then the media goes on this. You know, I, I think that the way that we we solve this problem is by by what you say. It's it's almost like the media is gaslighting people to take action. Like how did this happen? These people now feel justified in being able to go out. Then the law enforcement doesn't want to get involved because then another outcome. You know, this this person meatball. Uh, made a mockery of the law enforcement as she's being arrested because she knows she's got a million fans that are all going to be galvanized uh, by her resistance to law enforcement. And the message that she sends is loud and clear, Jim, and that is what we're dealing with across this country today. There is no respect for law enforcement. There's no respect for authority. That's why we have politicians who have bought in it's amazing to me that they have no more common sense than to buy into such a ludicrousy. But they bought in, they've decided they're going to try to defund the police, cut them back, don't give them protective gear. And then they wonder why have all officers quit? I mean, why would you put yourself in that position to begin with? You have to kind of have a screw loose to begin with to do it. But even then, uh, if you have their support, you try to make a difference in the community. But if they, people don't support you, why risk your life? They don't. They quit. They retire early. Then violent crime spikes. Why is that? Because nobody else wants to step up and take on the responsibility and assume the badge. Then they wonder, why is crime so out of control? Why are people looting everywhere? Why are people killing, pulling knives, pulling guns? And they can't see because they have been blinded that it is their actions that are causing this, and we have to resolve restore law and order and justice in this country, or we're going to be living in a society that uh, none of us want to be here. 
Got and that's that a right. sad state for America. Michael, can you hang on for this break? I want to talk to you a little bit more about sure. some recent events with uh, Merrick Garland. So hang on just a moment. We are talking to uh, a man who I have such a profound respect for, and we'll continue our conversation here on Speaking Out America. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Speaking Out America here on CRNTalk.com. Don't forget, you can get us Monday through Friday, twice a day, 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific, also 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. That'll really uh, confuse you, but you'll figure it out. And you can also get us on all of your Alexa devices, which I'll tell you about in just a little minute. We're uh, talking with Michael Letts, former uh, Special Forces, also law enforcement officer, and also a big supporter of law enforcement across the country. He's created not just one, but many websites that are all about protecting law enforcement and giving them the tools that they need so that they can protect us. Isn't that just amazing? Michael Letts joining us here. So recently, Merritt Garland, our attorney general, made some comments that you found to be somewhat disturbing regarding the way that he views law enforcement in this country. Can you elaborate on what happened recently? Well, you know, his testimony before the Senate was just really uh, embarrassing. Because of the fact that, you know, his view of what he's doing with law enforcement is he's weaponizing it, politicizing it, and doing it under the umbrella that he can not give answers to the agency, which is the U.S. Congress, charged by the Constitution with providing oversight. He takes this position, Jim. I can't comment. It's under investigation. You'll notice his testimony before both the House and the Senate. He never responded, or he lied. He actually told lies. And here's what we have now. When you have the very top, that occurring in the Department of Justice, the FBI has followed suit. You know, we just issued a release yesterday that now there are citizens all across the country that are having to sue the FBI for stealing their assets. This country has a civil forfeiture law, which we need to readdress, by the way, Jim. Its purpose was for our drug dealers that we would yeah. indict them, we would seize their assets and seize their bank deposit box, et cetera. Well, the FBI is going rogue, and they're using that provision to seize people's safe deposit boxes, other things, the belongings that they have, even before they have an indictment. Sometimes they don't ever get an indictment. And what makes it so sad is when the cases drop because they don't get an indictment or they're found innocent, they make these poor citizens go to court Assume the cost of doing so, petition the court to get their stuff back. And here's what just infuriates me, Jim. The last few cases that have become public, people have had their safe deposit boxes raided. They have documentation, photographic evidence that they had gold coins, silver coins, et cetera, in there. They gave the safe deposit back empty. And then they, when they asked where the stuff was, in writing, they said there was nothing there. 
when they were confronted, the FBI was confronted with the documentation that there was, it then readdressed their positions that, well, there were some coins there that we have found. We're looking to see if there's anything else, but we don't think there was. They directly lied to the American people, Jim. So under what auspices did they feel that they have? I mean, I, I agree with you in the assessment early on. If you found a drug dealer and they had, you know, maybe whatever, they bought a lot of stuff that was a result of the drug money they generated. But how does somebody who is being investigated for any crime lose their assets simply because the FBI decides they want to take their assets? Uh, is, that seems rather punitive for someone. It is punitive, but... So how are they able did to get that away with the court? Well, they were thought they could do with impunity because of who they are. Now they're being called to the mat, and they're still acting with impunity. How dare you challenge us with the Federal Bureau of Investigation? They have gotten such an arrogancy, Jim, that they are no longer accountable to Congress or to the citizens or to the law that it is frightening. We must do something immediately. I'm calling on Congress to remove, to just stop the funding and either restructure or eliminate agencies that feel like they're no longer accountable to the people of the United States of America. Uh, can you give me an example of some people that have what they did uh, in the first place that may have drawn the ire of the FBI? That There are two cases now with civil, uh, civil cases pending against the FBI, both the more conservatives. They did absolutely nothing that was identifiable other than the fact that they have spoken out vocally against what the FBI has become politically politicized and weaponized. And the FBI gave no rationale for coming in and seizing. They just got a judge because, remember, they've got a lot of judges that just put their entire faith because that's supposed to have been the top eight law enforcement agency in the country. They signed the order and uh, no indictments. Could find no evidence of a crime, so they had to uh, give it back. But they didn't do it willingly. They made them go to court to challenge it, to get their assets back. Then they lied about having the assets to begin with. We have a number of cases, and we are now finding out that more and more people this has happened to with no, absolutely no rationale as to why they were served. And they were just scared, hey, you know, I don't want to cause any more problems with the federal agency. Just long as I get some of my stuff back, I'll just, I'll yeah. just leave it be. We shouldn't live in a society like no, that, Jim. Not at all. I, I am just aghast at this because uh, you're right. It, it's, it, it, it's eerily similar to everything that you've ever heard about places and governments like the Soviet Union or what happens in Cuba or what we know happens in Venezuela. If we want to get into the 21st century, uh, we already know that this is this is standard practice in China. If you speak out against the government or publicly criticize the policies of the CCP, they can come at you in a number of ways, not up to and including limiting your ability to travel. But when you take somebody's money and it's under the auspices, oh, well, you're under investigation, but we can't tell you what we're under. I mean, that just seems like a complete distortion of justice in a country that sh it, it, we should never hear about this. I didn't they're like taking that stance more and more. I, I really you're didn't right. Like they're taking it. that stance more and more, Jim. They're, they're saying, Jim, you're under investigation. We can't tell you what what for, but you're under investigation. So the following applies. That hair is no place in the United States of America. That is what the Nazis did. That's what the Gestapo did, and they're following suit. And it is time that America wake up and put it into it. 
uh, we will not get that opportunity again. Boy, I tell you what, I sure am glad you're telling me about that, and also everybody else too, because if we don't uh, if we don't put this now down. It, it, I mean, I'm I'm praying that there'll be a big administrative change in a couple of years, and all this will just go away. But the president has been set, and I mean precedent, not president, but the president has been set that average Americans uh, no longer can feel safe and have their constitutional rights to unlawful search and seizure. It's guaranteed in the Constitution. So, um, well, I will tell you this, Jim. You've been if they want more information, obviously we issued a press release. It's on our website, but it's also on Fox News has picked up and validated what we are saying now. Uh, they have found the evidence of what we are reporting, and they're shocked. Even even liberal media is beginning to be shocked at the uh, well, what they're see, normalizing. Well, it happen to them. That's the problem, is that it doesn't happen right. to the liberals. So they don't. it's not until it's in their backyard that they go, oh, wait a minute, you know. Well, listen, I appreciate you stopping by again, Michael. It's always a pleasure to be with you. It, is there anything else that's uh, drawing your ire of recent that maybe we should be aware of? You've got about a minute. <laughs> yeah, what I what I do want to say is this: it is amazing to me as we continue this epic struggle between good and evil. To what extent they will go? They have lied. They've obstructed justice. You now see parties like the Biden administration that are suing people who are bringing out the crimes that they have committed. Never heard of that before. Go after the people that are trying to expose the corruption. But that's the society we live in now. America, we have the opportunity to regain the upper hand if we'll all be unified and stay together. If not, we will all fall the way of Nazi, the Nazi regime. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing we've forgotten, you know, that whole poem about first they came for that group and then they came for that group and I didn't say anything because it wasn't me. And we're getting to right. the part where it is almost me because look at Philadelphia. I mean, all those people there. Those are democratic policies that created the environment in which that happened. It's not the police. It's not some some thug who wasn't in the right place at the right time. It was simply a guy who probably made a career out of just being in the bad and the wrong place. And why was he carrying a knife? Correct. Right? I mean, the fact that he Correct. was carrying a knife out in the open meant that he was expecting either another gangbanger to come by. Uh, and unfortunately, he got stopped by the cops instead. So that's what happens when you're playing with fire. Listen, uh, Michael, we'll see you again, investusa.org. Go on that website. Give a little bit of money to what this guy's doing. He's buying bulletproof vests. And right now, I think cops need more than an, it's, it's, You'd be shocked to find out that there are some police departments where they don't provide them. It's amazing. Thanks again, Mike. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. 